0: Good evening, everyone. This is Marie, and you are now listening to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We are located actually not too far outside of Seattle in Bellevue. It's a little bit of a drizzly night here, definitely overcast. It might be, you think we're going to have a lot of showers tomorrow night or tomorrow, Tom? Uh, <laughs> He's finding <yeah>. his voice. <laughs>
1: There it is. I'm like everything is hooked up and it's the little it's the cough switch there. I'm like what the heck is going on? Well, your
0: cough switch meant work cuz mine doesn't over here. No, no,
1: the the little the little oh, switch. Okay, yeah, right. the secret switch. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't notice it right away. Um no, it's supposed to actually clear up oh, tomorrow. Oh, great. Yeah, great. no, I was looking at the forecast. Oh, great. You know, it's supposed to be a little bit clearer tomorrow, so. Great. Yeah. And
0: a belated happy birthday to you cuz your birthday was Saturday, is that right? Yes,
1: it was. Thank Yay. you very much.
0: Happy birthday. Yeah. And for those of you who have been listening to the Marine Manutary show over, you know, probably the last three to four, maybe five months. And one of the things we've been talking about sometimes when we get, you know, Tom on the air and we use him <laughs> as our, our guinea pig here. On the
1: personal project, on <laughs> yeah. the show project.
0: Well, the personal project is doing phenomenal. So one of the things you wanted to do was increase your income and have more success in your work. And that's exactly what happened for you. You scored a great job.
1: I did. Yeah, I did. I got a second job. I'm um, working on recording, mixing down and basically everything short of mastering on a Album that's going to be coming out for Time Warner Music. Oh,
0: in the next so wonderful! Congratulations! Yeah, I've
1: been, uh, thank you very much. I've been very excited about it
0: and happy. And so all that manifesting work that you've been doing really worked.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: It, and were you surprised by how quickly it worked? Uh, yeah.
2: Actually, kind of.
1: It kind of <laughs> it, it really did come out of nowhere because when the uh, when the job offer came at me, I was totally unexpected. I was not. <laughs> I was not ready for it whatsoever. But it just came at me and. Fell into my lap and there it was.
0: Well, we are happy for you, thrilled, wish you continued success, which I know you will have. And it just goes to show that when you really use your manifestation skills and keep using them, you know, no matter how hard things may be, they actually really work. Gotta
1: believe in it. Yeah, you gotta Gotta believe in it.
0: it. So tonight we're talking about the fourth layer of the field and your heart chakra. We're talking about relating. That's what I call the fourth layer of the field, relating. Um, Some people call it I-thou relationships. Um, I think Barbara Brenham is the first one to actually categorize. Lagerized the fields at least publicly, anyway. Um, but I like the term relating the fourth layer of the field is approximately mm, four and a half to five feet away from your physical body, and uh, the aura which surrounds your physical body. It surrounds you like an eggshell, and so the fourth layer of the field is part of your aura. And I always find the aura so interesting when people ask me questions about it because it's a very complicated organism, uh, although a lot of people think it's very simplistic. And there's pictures that people can take when you go to psychic fairs or whatnot. They'll take pictures of your aura. And people are always so excited when they see all these multiple colors around them. And I'm like, eh. uh, The aura is actually meant to be a uniformed, very organized body of energy. It's highly complicated, um, beautiful, amazing, huge bodies of energy. In fact, the chakra system is, of course, very profound and has a lot of energy within it. And one of the things I've noticed with working with clients for years and years, that is as I get, or as a person has their chakra system balanced, I can spend more time in their fields. And the fields are actually more profound in my mind than actually the chakra system. I'm sure there is no one area is more important than the other, but when you can do field work um, as an energy practitioner, you can move through a lot of barriers. So. Relating is what the fourth layer of the field is called, and a picture of it would look like this. It's about a foot in width. It's part of the aura, which is like an eggshell that surrounds you, huge, beautiful body of energy. And it's an unstructured field. The fourth layer of the field is unstructured. So that means it has a sky-like background that looks like rose quartz, so a very light pink if you don't know what rose quartz looks like. And then there's clouds, like multicolored clouds, clouds floating within the aura and these clouds are the color of your chakras so that's what the fourth layer of the field looks like and we're going to be talking about that and and the chakra system and what's most profound about relationships is learning to stay within yourself knowing who you are being very authentic with who you are we talked about authenticity last week And then being able to stay in the essence of who you are. You come into a relationship with someone like I come into the studio and Tom and I are relating for the hour that we're here. It's actually about an hour and 20 minutes, sometimes an hour and a half because I get here a little early. And my job is to stay in my body and enjoy my dance. Tom's job is to stay in his body and enjoy his dance. But then we also come together to create a third dance, this relating that we do between one another. And then when I walk out of the building, Tom goes back to his original dance, not continuing necessarily the dance we created. So that's what relating is all about. And what's most important about this conversation tonight or one of the most important aspects is that the four chakra – And this fourth layer of the field are very profound. Chakras one, two, and three are considered low vibrational chakras They are about primal existence. They also are very important, but the fourth layer of the field and the fourth chakra is important in terms of moving to higher vibrational vortexes and fields, the fifth chakra, the sixth and the seventh, speaking one's truth, which is about your destiny. being able to see the beauty in all things, which is about being multisensory and having a wonderful connection to spirit, which is about your seventh chakra and moving into a place of very unique existence. So that's what we're talking about tonight. And we already have phone calls. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines?
1: Okay. Let's go ahead and go to Lauren on the line from San Francisco.
0: Hi, Lauren. Are you there, Lauren?
3: Oh, yes. Hello.
0: Hi, how are you?
3: Doing well. How are you?
0: I'm great. What can I do for you tonight?
3: Um, So the show's about the fourth chakra, and I'm in a relationship that's kind of been going nowhere, (laughs) and and I wanted to move on to marriage and family, and I was wondering if you had advice or if you felt or saw anything, if I'm, a lot of times people are leaking energy, you say.
0: (laughs) Right, right, and this is with a man, correct? Yeah. yeah, the person you're relating with. Well, here's my impression. Um, I think he does care about you, but I also think he's terrified. He's scared. It scares him to think about moving forward and having all that responsibility. And, uh, and so that's something that he needs to overcome so that he can actually kind of be more where you are. It, it's not that you're not on the same page. I, I think he wants the same things that you do, but he just... It, it just feels overwhelming to him. It could be something that related to his own family dynamics. You know, maybe his father struggled hard or, you know, there were some vi- family dynamics in terms of support or something of that nature. So when you talk to him about this, what does he tell you?
4: He never wants
0: to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> because it scares the heck out of him. And so I would approach this subject on, on those terms, although what I've learned over the years in my practice is men do not like the words scared, afraid, terrified. So you have to find a different language because they're meant to be strong and powerful beings as they are, as we all are. And so generally men don't like those words. So find different words. But here's what I what I meant to say to you is don't wait around for him to figure this out. And I mean, you can wait for a little while longer. But if he's not going to come around and talk about it, then what are you going to do? Because we can't force people to be in a particular place in life. And you are the type of person that doesn't let go you're very strong yourself. You have a strong mind, you have strong opinions. And when you decide something, you're like, okay, that's it. This is what I'm doing. And maybe this person, if he doesn't, if he isn't able to relax and go on the flow in terms of creating the marriage and the family that you want, maybe you need to let go of the relationship. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Are you okay with that comment?
5: Yeah. Yeah. It isn't my favorite,
0: but I it, know. And, and I, I think it's right. And I don't, I don't mean you have to do it tomorrow. I, I, I think this is a good man. He's a good human being. He's a good person. Um, I think that definitely conversations need to be said. But when it comes down to it, if he's not willing, you know, if he is not willing to go ahead and move forward, then I think it would be good for you to let go. Do you see what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm sorry about that. Just try to talk to him and, and try to talk to him about how uh, you'll be able to work together to create the livelihood that you want and, and all of those things. And, you know, here's the, the most important thing, too, regarding this is when you choose a partner, you want someone who's going to be willing to talk to you about things because other things are going to happen, you know houses need to be changed, remodeling needs to be done, people need to change jobs, maybe move out of states, children get sick sometimes, family members get sick. So you need to be able to relate on all the stressful subjects, and if you can't talk to you about this, then that, that could be a flag. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening, and good luck. You too. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. So we're on the air tonight. We're talking about relating the fourth layer of the field and the four chakra, and um, so I've, I've described the field. Here, here's another information about the fields. They move in from structured to unstructured. So the even numbered fields, like two, four, six, are structured. I mean unstructured. Excuse me, they're unstructured fields. And the odd numbers, one, three, five, and seven, are structured. And the structured fields actually hold together the unstructured ones. At least that's one way to look at it metaphorically. I'm sure it's a lot more confusing and interesting than the way I've described it. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines again, Tom?
1: Oh. Okay, we've got uh, Ryan calling from Columbus, Ohio.
0: Hi, Ryan. Hi. How are you?
1: Good, good.
2: How are you tonight?
0: I'm I'm great. So, is it true that guys don't like the word afraid, terrified, scared? Those
2: words. Um, most guys. Um.
0: <laughs> but you're okay with those words?
2: Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, I am. I. <laughs>
0: great. What can yeah. I, What can I do for you tonight?
2: Um, I guess I. I guess I just sort of like to have an idea of my chakras. I I feel like there's blockages there Mm -hmm. that are keeping me from reaching my full potential. Right. I just you know have an idea of what you see, and you know if you have any advice for me.
0: Absolutely. Um. So I've scanned your body. Uh, I'm going to start by complimenting your energy before I get to the. Stuck Aries, if you will. Um, okay. your, your seventh chakra is wide open, so it makes me think that you're an original thinker, you know, that you have a strong connection to spirit. It's something that you spend time with, you know, uh-huh. o- on a regular basis, which is wonderful. Um, you also really like metaphysics or the psychic realm in some way because the back of your third eye is incredibly active. I would like... Really? Yeah, in my mind. And you can disagree with anything I say, by the way, as well. Um, when I look at the back of your third eye, because that's the highest receptivity for psychic phenomena, um, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a little bit long. I would like the vortex to be flush with your scalp. It's right about at the occipital ridge, just above where the bump is. And the reason why it's long is because you tend to be somewhat self critical. And so if you could be kinder to yourself and more nurturing, you're going to notice a lot more intuitive activity going on because right now you have filters that are not necessarily positive affirmations about yourself. And and to use one's intuition means you have to take a risk. Just like when I'm talking to people who live, you know, on the other side of the country, I don't know them. I've never spoken to them before. I have to trust my intuition. That means I need to believe in myself and, and care about me and love me. Right. That's a (coughs) big part of it. So if you can catch yourself criticism, uh, I think you'll be pleased because the front of your third eye is quite open Good extension from the forehead. There's a beautiful purple cone extending at least a foot off of your forehead. So it tells me that you can translate psychic phenomena or information metaphors. Um, you have that capacity. You just need to let it come in unfiltered. Yeah. And, and I think you're, you, you know, what I've noticed about intuition and I'm um, just Listening to our inner voices, it's really quite simple. The information we make it a whole lot more complicated yeah. than it is, and so I think when you embrace that part of yourself, you'll be able to um, to to see that you've been intuitive all along. Yeah.
2: Okay. I, yeah, I, I guess over the last probably six months, I've sort of realized that I have some intuition, and, and I'm still trying to like deal with it. And I guess in a way, just allow it
0: to be so yeah it's a beautiful gift and and i it helps me in every day just buying vitamins or you know figuring out what's the best school to help my children decide to go to you know changing a hairdresser i know that sounds funny but it's really true when it comes to using your intuition use it in everyday life the chakra that has the biggest block you're leaking a little bit of energy actually out of your um low back so i would wonder about potential low back pain um, but, yeah okay and, and we'll talk yeah. we'll talk about that but the chakra that's having the most difficulty when I look at your body is your root chakra so it's the first one and, and a lot of people don't want to do work on the root chakra they just prefer to work on like the sixth the seventh or the heart you know but uh-huh. a, a lot of people avoid what I consider the fundamental foundation of our energetic system which is the first chakra so this is about first family issues um, I kind of feel dad's judgment when I'm in your root chakra you know, some kind of masculine judgment. And I also sense uh, a strong um, core caringness that you have for the earth, which is lovely. But then you don't, yeah. you don't want to take up earth energy because you don't want to deprive our planet of of her resources. And I'm going to ask that you, you know, do your best to see the planet healthy and well because she's chosen uh-huh. to be here. She has free will just like everyone else. And one of her favorite things to do is to feed the beings who live upon her. And on top of that, she's just as conscious as everyone on the planet. So, you know, you can look all around the world and, and kind of make a some sort of gauge of consciousness and know that the earth can't be any more conscious than the beings who live upon her. So she's learning through all the discomfort, just like we learn through our own discomfort or our, our contrast. And so... She's perfectly fine, and I would work on pulling up earth energy through the bottoms of your feet. You know, throw down roots or vines, let them grow, go to the core, and then allow those roots or vines to act like straws. So, on to the second yeah. chakra. Are you in a relationship?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm married. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, oh, wonderful marriage.
0: Good, good. But you're leaking energy out of your lower back, and the lower back is about your will in relationships. And granted, it doesn't have to be about marriage; it can be about work kids, friends, our relationship to money. Um, yeah. However, and, I, and I don't, I'm, I'm glad that you love your wife, but I would just kind of look at, are you doing too much? Um, is, is there some miscommunication? Do you guys need a vacation? Because um, even as I'm talking about it, the chakra is getting brighter and brighter for me, which is good. That means that I'm probably on um, one of the reasons why you leak energy. Uh, and so is that true? Do you do a lot in the marriage?
2: Um. I always did before. I mean, with my previous wife, uh-huh. I don't feel like I do as. I mean, I do too much in this one.
0: Okay, all right.
2: So. Um, we're a little bit stressed. I mean, it's a stressful time for us right now because we're very strapped financially, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that has anything. It, it
0: it could finances are also in the second chakra. Here's yeah. the thing is that you you it's a pattern of yours to do too much in the marriage. You're doing less oh, in this yeah. one. Excellent. And the leak is not huge, but it can yeah. cause pain. So perhaps you could um, make sure you have good private time for yourself. You know, yeah. so schedule it once a day or a big chunk once a week so that you can just be incredibly selfish it's going to feel like you're incredibly selfish. You're just going to be nurturing yourself, which is important. Uh Okay. 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 That's what I would recommend. And right now you're not leaking. So I do think it has something to do with the marriage and and not a bad thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, something huge. It just shows that this is a pattern that you've been wanting to heal. And maybe you're giving a bit too much right now. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great.
0: Well, thank you very much. That was a great question.
2: Mm-hmm. Thanks. You're Thanks welcome, and
0: have a wonderful evening. Thank you, too. All righty. <laughs> bye. bye So we're talking about the fourth chakra and the fourth layer of the field here on the Marine Manu Cherry Show. And one of the things that I spoke about Earlier is that the fourth chakra is about universal love. And so being able to feel love within the universe is important in order to expand the fifth chakra, which is about speaking your truth. Expand your multisensory ability, the third eye, which is in your forehead, and then expand your connection to spirit. Those are all very important things. So being able to love universally, one of the things that I truly feel... And I didn't know that I actually had this feeling until I became a nurse and I would walk into patient's room who were missing a leg or other body parts or they didn't have any hair. And I just loved them. So I have this feeling that I just love humanity. I love the human race. There's something about the human race that I just adore. And um, what I realized was when I was much younger as a kid, I thought it was just that I love cultures because I was raised around a lot of unique cultures growing up. Um, but it doesn't seem to matter if it's a cultural thing or anything else. I just love humanity. So working towards feeling love for the universe, recognizing that we're all here for unique reasons, we're all healing our souls, we're all evolving, and, um, and that it's okay. Whatever's happening on the planet is okay. So why don't we go ahead, Tom, and go back to the phone lines.
1: Okay. We've got Michelle calling from Woodenville.
0: Hi, Michelle. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Good. What can I do for you tonight?
5: Well, I was just curious. I'm having kind of a bizarre, unique experience. and I was wondering if maybe you could tell me what, what might be happening here. Yeah. In the, in the last couple of weeks, um, I have had major, large numbers of connections with friends, not like my normal you know, circle, which is really small, to begin with, mm-hmm. but I'm having a large number of acquaintances. Somebody like I did drumming with a couple years ago, <laughs> or did a crust busting class a couple years ago, or my neighbors who I've lived here for eight years with. I've never done anything other than the annual neighbor party. Who invited me to something? I'm and a friend from high school called up who never calls up. Every day I'm getting an email, a phone call, opportunities to come play, just to say hi. Like in, in enough to where I'm like, okay, what is going on here? <laughs> what vortex have I opened up,
0: and why? Well, you actually, there is something that is open around you. First of all, I just want to say, not that you necessarily thought about this, but you you are very spiritual in nature, so you could have, you're not going to die, so you're not saying goodbye to everybody. <laughs> no,
5: good. I had not thought of that
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up since you hadn't oh, no, thought no. about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not that. You're not saying goodbye to everybody. Okay, good. What it means to me, I, I believe that you're about to make t- make a major transition in your life, major transition. And so you're saying goodbye to the old you, you know, Mm -hmm. you're having closure in areas of your life that you didn't even think you need to have closure with. I also think that in order to make this major transition, people are showing up in your life that you haven't spoken to a long time for a long time who are appreciating you.
5: Uh, Yes. That's actually what they're saying. They're like, I, I, I don't know why I just thought of you. It'd be fun. Someone who I barely know. thought it'd be fun to go invite you to this or that.
0: I think that's wonderful. Congratulations.
5: Thank you. But it just seemed there's such large numbers and so out there. I'm like, okay, what is going on? Every day I'm like, I have these things that are popping up. I'm like, this is, this is beyond comfortable level. This is, I have to ask you if there's some meaning behind it.
0: Well, there is a meaning behind it. You are about to make a large transition. And so literally behind you, if you were standing up, which I don't think you are. Are I'm you? I'm st- sitting down. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, I would assume, but at, at any rate, you know, if you were standing up about five feet behind you, um, there's an archway. Uh And of course, if you're sitting down, it's still behind you as well. Okay, sure. The archway... to me, it looks like half of the McDonald's golden arch. So okay. it's about 50 feet high. It's 20 feet wide. Okay. You opened up this arch. It's, it opened because you did some phenomenal inner work recently, probably in the last three to six months, significant inner work. You healed something. Yes. Okay, great. That would be true. Okay, great. And so now you're about to, you've been given another opportunity to have some expanded inner work. Okay, And great. archways can open up for, for those people who don't consciously do inner work. They can open up like when someone gets a divorce or they get married, have a child. They move to China. They declare bankruptcy, or they win the lottery. You know, when there's an external large shift in their life, they have yeah. opportunities to heal. But people who consciously do inner work, that's not a requirement, right? So, so when this archway opens, what it means is in the arch, in, it, again, you know, part, half of the McDonald's golden arch. Yeah. Um, part of the third dimensional space has literally peeled back, so an arch will first appear and then it takes about three weeks for the dimensional space to peel back yours has been open for about six weeks approximately or you know it started open up six weeks ago and and so in that time frame you are now being hit by light from other dimensions other time space realities it's going to be open for 18 months oh wow yeah so your whole body is being rained with light that you don't normally receive unless you happen to be you know, working with someone who's who's dying or you do a lot of psychic work, then you're more exposed, you know, on a regular basis or you live near a vortex that's running a lot of energy. Oh, my God. Yeah. So for 18 months, many different time-space realities, that energy that you could use to help you advance in your life— are um, now raining upon you yay isn't that lovely that is awesome <laughs> yeah and so you're going to have this great opportunity to have uh, more advances in your growth so i'd really focus on what you want <laughs> and do all the things that you know how to do to manifest uh, truly what you want because you have all the help you can imagine in the arch there will be a minimum of 50 extra guides to help you
5: oh man yeah so
0: ask for help Yes. And so notice this is celebratory, right? This is happy. And what have people been doing coming out of the blue, unexpectedly yes. celebrating you? Yes. Right?
5: Yes. <laughs> so like that- it's like too freaky. I'm like, I'm calling Marie. This is beyond <laughs> my realm of of knowledge, of coincidence every day, a couple.
0: Yeah, so it's congratulations and really focus on what you want. Thank you. You're welcome because you can have what you want. You've got all the help that you need. And when you get nervous or scared that whatever you want isn't going to happen, take deep breaths. Just breathe through the fear and then go back to your manifesting or thinking positively or just being happy.
5: Nice. Okay. Will this attract anything in the financial realm? Is this all-inclusive then?
0: All-inclusive, whatever you want.
5: So literally today I put a sticker for the first time on my dream board, which has been empty. <laughs> all I have on it literally is a saying, what do I want? Well, what there you I go. What really, do really want? <laughs> and today I put down I want to make $10,000 a month Excellent. with effortless ease.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Wonderful. And that's a big
5: step for me.
0: Well, congratulations.
5: Okay, good. So I'm just I'm just gonna let go of the fear and yeah, just you're just breathe. gonna breathe. Yes. And it will come.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, good. Thank you for calling, Michelle, and Thank best you, of Marie. luck.
5: And keep me posted. I absolutely will.
0: Okay, great. All right. All right. Good night. Good night. So we are here on the Marie Cherry Show. We are talking about energy medicine as always, and we're talking about the fourth layer of the field and the fourth chakra. We will be back in just a few moments to answer caller's questions and to continue on the search of truth and love and light. We'll be right back.
1: Marie will be in Eugene, Oregon for her annual visit from September 30th through October 4th this fall. She will teach three of her most popular two-hour evening classes and a full-day Saturday class. On Tuesday, September 30th, she will teach her class Manifest Your Goals and Desires. On Wednesday, October 1st, she'll teach Embrace Your Intuition. And on Friday, October 3rd, just in time to set the mood for Halloween, she will teach her class The Paranormal and Bridging Worlds. All evening classes will be held at the Beacon House in Junction City from 7 to 9 p.m. Then, on Saturday, October 4th, Marie will be teaching a new class called Expand Your Healing Potential. This is an advanced healing class geared towards those students who have taken previous classes in energy work, or who have an energy practice of their own, established or emerging. This Saturday class will be held on the University Campus, Room 146, Straub Hall, from 10am to 5pm. Enrollment for this class is limited, so pre-registration is recommended. For complete information on all these classes, please call 425-825-5671 or visit her website at www.energyintuitive.com. The Marie Manucheri Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, Call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Marie is excited to announce that she will be venturing into the wilds of Wyoming to speak at the sixth annual Teton Wellness Festival the weekend of October 11th. Marie will present the energy medicine experience on Saturday, October 11th at 2 p.m. at the Snow King Resort. For those of you in the Wyoming area, join Marie for this creative, comprehensive, and educational experience about energy medicine. For more information, please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website at www.energyintuitive.com where there's a direct link to the Teton Wellness Festival website.
2: Conscious Living for Conscious People, Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, I'm Marie. Tonight we're talking about energy medicine and the fourth chakra and the fourth layer of the field and universal love. And I just want to remind folks out there that you can always purchase CDs. I've made one about balancing your human energy system. So I talk about all the chakras, anatomy and physiology. I give exercises, I tell stories, and there's a meditation also on the CD. And you can purchase that along with all the other CDs I've created, Embrace Your Intuition, and also recordings of classes that I've done that are actually really fun because people ask questions and then I answer them and do readings. You can go to www. EnergyIntuitive.com. You can purchase those on the web. You can call the office; we'll send them to you. Whatever you'd like to do. And next month, when we're when I'm back in the studio after I get returned from Wyoming and the Teton Wellness Festival, uh, we will be giving away tickets for classes. On um, the class in October, the Paranormal, and we'll also be giving away cds um for callers who call in celebrating our one first year on this uh, radio show on kknw which i'm so excited about and we're number five out of 50 so we're in the top five of shows celebrated here on kknw and thrilled yeah it's great so why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines
1: okay we've got nancy calling from newcastle washington
0: hi nancy hello are you there nancy oh
6: yes hi i'm sorry i am that's okay hey how are you (laughs) I'm very good in yourself.
0: I'm wonderful, thank you. Well,
6: but, thank you for taking my call. So of here's course. what I'm wondering. I'm yeah. hoping you could do a scan, yeah. a kind of chakra scan, mm-hmm. and then obviously interested in you know the topic of this evening, the fourth chakra.
0: Right, right, right. And and I am... Um, you know, uh, Tom. You know, keys in some little keywords for me, so I have an idea what people may be uh, wanting when I'm looking at their name <laughs> and oh. where they're from. And so I've been scanning your fourth chakra throughout the commercial, actually, <laughs> throughout the oh, commercial so thank break. You. Yeah, and you're welcome. And yeah, there is actually quite a lot of activity going on in your four chakra. I, I think that what you're wanting to have is more multisensory abilities. Is that true?
6: Yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: so you want more intuition, and of course, learning how to be more. universally loving is very important. Also, allowing the universe to love us is important to allow for higher levels of function in the fifth, sixth, and seventh chakra. And so there is a lot of activity in your fourth chakra. I would recommend that you do some tapping with the right hand, which, is, which means mid-sternum. Use two to three f- fingers and just type, tap very gently, maybe four to five times a day for a couple of minutes. Because your chakra is under just a little bit of stress, nothing alarming, but you're, you're going through a lot of shifts in this whole loving thing. You know, because to love things just the way they are means that we also have to accept and love ourselves more because you're an intimate and wonderful part of the universe, irreplaceable. And, and so that's a big part of universal love is accepting ourselves. That means we can accept the complexities of other people. And what I'm being told from your second chakra is sometimes people frustrate you. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is normal, right? It's a normal part of yes. life. Yeah. And welcome to humanity. Exactly. And so when someone's frustrating you, what uh-huh. I would love for you to do is, you know, kind of stop your mind in whatever whatever you're thinking about, and find something about that person because it could be a complete stranger. Find something about mm-hmm. that person that you can appreciate. Maybe you like their hair or their car they drove because it can be superficial. It doesn't have to be anything mm-hmm. deep. Maybe you like their voice or the, the color of their eyes. And and every time you do that, you're going to be softening the feelings or whatever frustrations you have for yourself and will allow you to connect more to universal love. Oh, Okay. I would also work right now on receiving energy in through the back of your heart chakra. So, right in between your shoulder blades is the back of the fourth. And it's important to receive energy in through the back because that's abundance. That's love, joy, health, and wealth, all of those things. And the best way to do that is that when people compliment you or say, I love you, have a nice day, your job is to visualize energy moving in through the back. Of your thoracic cavity right in between the shoulder blades. Oh, okay. Okay, and you're working on visualizing more and more. Is that true? That is absolutely true. Okay, and has your father passed?
6: No, he has not. Is he ill? No, not that I know of, but okay. that. That doesn't mean. You know, oh, really? <laughs> it could be that the information just isn't being shared. It, is there something
0: you see there? Well, yeah, I see a gentleman standing next to you, and, and in you know, in my first opinion was that perhaps this is your dad, and uh-huh. I'll describe him in a minute so that you'll know okay. if it's your father or not. And if he's living, if the man I'm describing is is your dad and he's living, then I would be concerned about his health. You know. Okay. Um. So the man standing behind you. Although height isn't my best skill suit, uh, I wouldn't consider him a very tall man. In other words, he's maybe 5'10", 5'11", something of that nature. Mm -hmm. He has some hair on top of his head, not a ton, and it's cut kind of short. So, you know, it's short hair, but not a lot of hair. I can see more scalp than hair, quite frankly. Um, It's got a fair amount of gray in it, kind of a silvery gray with a little bit of light brown. So that would perhaps be his original color. I can see some of his you know the roots that are still brown. His lighter eyes, so blue, greener, hazel. Um, he's he's not overweight. This gentleman is not overweight, so he's actually kind of lean for me. Has good muscle mass, so either he worked out or he's got a great metabolism. Um, does this sound like your dad? No,
6: I would have no, not at all. Okay, not at good, all. At first, good. Right at first, I would have thought um, actually it sounds just like my former husband. Oh,
0: really? Is he living? He is. Uh huh.
6: Except for the, he's not terribly lean. So.
0: <laughs> well, is he, he is he ill right now? Does he not have Not that a, I know of. Okay, and and are you married? No. Okay. Do, are you divorced?
6: I am divorced. Okay. Mm-hmm. You said
0: former husband. That's right. So yes. is is your ex father in law living? No, he is not. Okay, because I keep getting father, father, father. Oh, okay. So do you, does this kind of sound like your father in law, the gentleman that's standing next to you?
6: No, no, mm-hmm. it doesn't. He would. Mm-hmm he would have been taller he was taller,
0: well, much reme- taller. remember the height thing though i'm not oh, so that's great right. at that okay. so you want to think of hair eyes body shape <laughs> so um, i don't think so okay all right so, well there is a gentleman standing next to you and this is exactly what he looks like so my okay. f- my first impression would be that this is someone who's passed over and okay. and if this is someone who hasn't passed over and it looks like someone who's living then i'm i would be Really worried about their health because it means to me that they have opportunities for crossing over coming up relatively soon. What I think this is for is because notice when I'm describing the man to you, and, and you're doing a great job thinking of who this could potentially be, but you're also really looking at it kind of in a black and white um, experience, which I don't blame you. That's the normal way mm-hmm. that we look at things. What I would love for you to do when you think about this gentleman, because this will help you with your intuition, is to think of it more from a feeling. Who does this person feel like? What do you? thinking of when, when, you know, I'm describing this person. So intuition is very gray. It has, it's more about feelings than really thoughts in, in the first perception. So that's what I would work on because this gentleman has a message for you, whether he's out of a body or he's in a body, there's a message for you. And so I would work on sensing this person. I would think it will help you with your intuition.
6: Okay. And And, and
0: is. Is the, mes-
6: is the message something that you can share? Is it something that as I tap in, I will, under- I will hear I, and understand? I
0: think you will. I could share it, but I'm, I'm being told by my guides that this is like a homework assignment for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, All right. And if you figure them out and, and you don't get the message, just email me through my website okay. and, and I'll continue the dialogue as long as it's within about 30 days um, because okay. after that it may be a little bit more challenging for me. Okay. Okay, so this is your homework assignment, which is really the reason why you called me anyway was for the intuition
6: (laughs) thank you okay i will go i will go to work on that thank Thank you you.
0: so much you're so welcome have a wonderful evening you too okay bye (laughs) bye -bye. so tom let's continue on with the phone lines
1: okay we've got sherry calling from kent washington
0: hi sherry hello 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 hi how are you hi Hi Good. everyone's Thank so you. surprised you know it's like you know every time we get to the phone sherry no one's there and <laughs> we have to <laughs> so and then there's right. no it's fine it's adorable but I'm like hello so what can I do for you tonight
4: well I have a couple things and I think they might go together. Okay. Um, I met someone I've like the last 10 years I've worked spiritually mm-hmm. on myself yeah and three months ago and I've kind of been going through the last couple of years a really hard time I've had some disability issues and three months ago i met someone that immediately i had this passion with right but at the same time i knew that it was not a long-term one he's quite a bit younger which i know it doesn't matter right but there's this energy and i all of a sudden it opened me up to the energy side of Mm -hmm. the spiritual okay and i have kind of through that's how i i actually went to your class um last week oh
0: thank you that was so much fun
4: it was. I, had but I actually a blast. talked to you afterwards oh, this great. for a sec about um, the psychic kind of feeling because what opened me up was someone that did not even know him
0: said, right. "Have
4: you asked him if he's psychic?" Right. And immediately I knew he is <laughs> based on he's a professional poker player and his job right. is interrogating. Right. In the police kind of right way, and I don't know. There's something there, and I don't know where it's going, and. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, your question is just absolutely perfect now that we're talking, you know, we're talking tonight about the fourth layer of the field and the fourth chakra. It's a perfect um, question because you guys are relating and I can see the relationship. So here's the deal. You have an abandonment issue. This is a guy who doesn't want to commit. You know, he's scared to death of committing. In fact, he likes to be more invisible than visible. He loves his whole kind of spy, you know, routine. (laughs) He likes it. You know, it's fun for him. It's a fun job, actually. I've known someone who's had a similar job. Um, And so you have an abandonment issue. He has a fear of commitment. And so you're attracted to each other to help each other heal your issues. He could seriously have an abandonment issue as well. Who knows? But he doesn't want to be abandoned again. And so that's why he doesn't commit. And and so that's how I want you to look at this relationship. Your job when you show up and you're relating with him while you're on the phone, standing next to him, whatever it is that the two of you do together, your job is to breathe. Notice when you're getting all of your buttons pushed and and your intuition has always already told you logically and rightfully slow that this guy is not your life partner, at least not right now. If he changed, perhaps he could be, but he would have to want to change and then do all the work, which could take years. Hello. (laughs) It takes years to change. I'm sorry. I just want to make that clear to everyone out in the radio world. It doesn't happen overnight. Even when you're consciously doing it, it could take years, right? right? So he's pretty far away from the eight ball in terms of being a guy who wants to settle down and, and all of that without a fluke happening, you know? Right. <laughs> okay, so like a pregnancy or something of that nature. Um, and so when, when you are um, relating with him, I want you to stay in your body for you and really notice what you're feeling and take some deep breaths so that you're not triggered, so that you can be healed and be with someone who's not willing to, be, to commit and be okay being a single person. That's what I want you to do. Right. That's your but homework I get assignment. caught
4: up in the, and I've realized this. When I like someone, some reason I go right to the doubt that they don't like me.
0: Well, that's I, because you have an abandonment issue. Uh, <laughs> and, so does, I mean, and you're does gonna, he like me? I he, mean, it's kind of like... No, yes, he does like you. He likes you to the level that he can be with someone, and that's not enough for you. Like I I can honestly say I think my ex-husband loved me with all of his heart. I truly believe that. I think he still loves me, actually, (laughs) which is a good thing. I think we should all love each other forever and ever, you know, have pieces of ourselves where we care about one another. Um, But to the level that he was able to love me was was not enough for me. All right. So that's the same circumstances. And it's going to continue until this issue is healed for you. And it doesn't have to be healed by 100%. Maybe you make a 15% healing on it. And what you want to learn is to be the observer, to not be reactive, trying to make it all work out, you know, and be lovey-dovey with him when he's not committing you know, to you, you know, go ahead and stay in your body, feel your pain, your discomfort, cry about it when you need to, but observe how you're reacting and how you try to kind of get back in and make everything okay when it's not okay. I see. Do you so know what I mean? So on
4: the energy side, what it's brought <laughs> out of me, is that part of it too? Just oh,
0: how yeah. my
4: belief is. So much
0: more. Absolutely. So that you can see that y- that you're not really abandoned. Whenever we have an abandonment issue, whenever we have any issue, it's really about relating to ourselves because right. y- you will be your best friend, lover, confidant ever. and And that's the right. person that needs to be nurtured is you nurturing yourself when you're surrounded by those people who make you feel as if you are not enough for them.
4: That makes sense. Okay, good. That makes sense. And real quick, ever yeah. since this happened, and I have, issue with getting out of balance like yeah i
0: know i know <laughs>
4: and so right now i'm out of balance because right. my hair i'm having a with my hair and weight gain and i'm working with a naturopath but we're having Good. trouble figuring out exactly yeah where to target
0: so so target the ovaries and also target the first chakra so th- the adrenal glands the ovaries and your first chakra so grounding and then getting centered in that lower abdominal cavity and i'm sure your naturopath will help you um to be able to do that
6: Okay. Well, okay. thank you
0: so You're much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead and continue on with the phone calls. Who do we have, Tom?
1: We've got uh, Christine calling from Shelton, Washington.
0: Hi, Christine. How are you? Hello. See Hello. You? Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's
1: quicker than m- most of the time. It
0: is. Hi, Christine. What can we do for you tonight?
3: Well, I have been trying... For about the past 10 years to manifest the <laughs> dream that I yeah. had, and it looked like that was going to absolutely happen this past June, and I left a very stable and secure job to follow this dream with a nonprofit organization. And then two weeks ago, the uh, leader of the organization informed me that she was, in fact, out of money, and it was over, and I'm heartbroken and want to know what the universe is trying to show me here.
0: I am so sorry, by the way. Thank you. I really am. Um, I, I noticed that one of the first words that you said was trying. Yes. And the universe can't see that word. And, right. and so your job is to say, I'm working at, or I have accomplished this you know, sure. it, because it seems to be elusive. Like, it's like you get your hands on, it's like a slippery fish, you know, yes. you get your hands on it and boom, it flies out of your, your grip and it's back in the ocean, you know, what yes. seems like it's lost forever. So part of this probably has something to do with a belief system that you're not going to get your dream. And we all have these in every single one of us has something that we're terrified that we're not going to ever get to experience before we die. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing I would love for you to do, and of course, there's no such thing as death. But the first thing I would love for you to do is to go ahead and grieve it. Grieve it as if it's not going to happen. Like th- this is the end of the world. It's not going to happen because you're a very strong person. You have a really strong personality. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. And and you're not someone who gives up. You, f- yep. you fight till the end. Well, a big part of manifesting and creating is to surrender. You have to let go. You have to go, wow, this may never work out. And you need to cry about it and grieve and then be okay with your life. And then as soon as you can do that, that's when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you have to surrender. You're going to have to really tell yourself, wow, this isn't going to happen. It, this is a disaster and it's never going to happen. And I know that goes against all the manifesting Things that you've learned and that we have been taught, but that's the only way you're going to surrender because you're not very good at surrendering. You're so smart that you're going to go find another way to do it. Another nonprofit organization. You're going to be up till midnight writing a new resume, you know, (laughs) Yeah. and you need to stop. You need to absolutely stop and grieve and be okay with your life the way it is. Okay. Okay. Do you think you could do that?
3: Um. I, I I think I can do that. That is the guidance that I have been receiving, and getting a validation of that from you is 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 exceptionally wonderful. Yay! I'm so glad. Wonderful.
0: Fantastic. And I know that
3: there is a guide around me that is is here. Can you tell me more about that? Individual? About your
0: spirit guide? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. Your primary guide is actually he's kind of it's a guy. He's cute, by the way. He's very cute. He does he, he's cute in that kind of funny, geeky way mm-hmm. you know he doesn't have a lot of hair like totally shaves it down to like the stubble he, you know if I had to guess his age I'd say he's 33 years old I know that's a funny name I mean age but maybe threes are important for you mm-hmm. and he's on his knees um with his uh his uh, elbows on his um kind of lap and then his um chin is on his fore, you know on his hands and he's just looking up at you at, at admiration and I I think that he's exhausted trying to help you to learn to let go He's really not exhausted. I mean, spirit guides have right. endless amounts of energy. But he's just showing me like, oh, man, she's a tough cookie. She's so tough. It, you know, if, if the world were to fall apart tomorrow, we all need to go to your house because you'll make sure we're all fine. You know, you'll find the generator. You'll get the tents. You know, <laughs> we're going to be good. But guess what? The world's not falling apart. And, yes, the Congress is going to bail out Wall Street, so everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Absolutely.
0: Okay, so good. Good for you and all the guidance you've received.
3: Are there any chakras that you would pay specific attention to Your right second. now? Your
0: second. I would get pissed. I would grieve and get mad. I just would. I would. Okay. I would lay on the floor and do a couple temper tantrums because you have every right to be angry and you have every right to cry.
3: That's exactly what I needed to hear. Thank <laughs> you so much. You're
0: welcome. Have a wonderful evening. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. So we're going to continue on with the phone lines. Who do we have, Tom?
1: We've got uh, Trish on the line from Issaquah.
0: Hey, Trish. Hi. How are you?
5: Good, real good. Um, Real quick, I'll ask you my my basic question before I ask you any of your um, maybe interpretations of of me.
0: And and we're going to kind of keep it down to like three to five minutes because we've got one more caller on the line, and I want to make sure I get to them before the end of the show. Okay?
5: Okay, good. So as I'm opening up to my self-care lately, my intuition is very, very strong, and I'm seeing more images, I'm seeing, having, you know, stronger feelings, but how do I really interpret my bias, or, you know, go down the path of, mm, this might be a bias, or discerning
0: right. the truth? Right, right. Do you consider yourself stubborn?
5: Ah, sometimes.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, because that's how it feels to me. You know, what's coming... And stubbornness is a good quality, especially when you're developing intuition, because you need to be able to look at something long enough or feel it or sense it long enough to decipher it. Okay. I, I would assume at this time not spending a whole lot of time deciphering it because you tend to be a little bit judgmental. And I apologize for saying that, by the way. I mean, Uh no disrespect by saying that at all. (laughs) Truly, truly. And so I would write now at this time, I would keep a psychic journal or intuitive journal. I would write down every impression you get, every feeling you get and not judge it. I I wouldn't try to look for any discernment right at this point, because at this point, I think it's just about letting it flow, letting it flow and letting all the intuition to be good and, and valuable and important. And and here's why I'm going to tell you this. Um, I'm one of those people that when some people come to see me who are very ill, I can actually tell or I've had a pretty good percentage rate on if they were going to survive their illness or not. Not that that was my idea. You know, I I didn't necessarily want that ability. But one time I told a gentleman that I thought he was going to be just fine. And, And as a nurse, I knew his diagnosis was Very challenging to heal. In fact, I never knew a patient who had survived from this particular diagnosis. But all I could see when I looked at him energetically was him healing and being healthy and full of light. And so that's what I kept telling his family. And he really was healthy for about three years or something of that nature and then unfortunately got sick again. And uh, I still kept seeing the same thing. I kept reporting the same thing, even though it was obvious to all of us that his physical body was fading. And, and I felt really bad. I apologized to the family. I was embarrassed, you know, because he was a young man with a young family. And um, they were just wonderful to me, by the way. They, I spoke at his memorial. And after the memorial, someone came up to me and they said, you know, this gentleman that you spoke about today, the way you described him, I said that he was very present and very much alive, even in the midst of his dying, his body. And he said, I just want you to know that he wasn't like that before he got sick, you know, that he's, he tended to be more negative and wasn't as happy about life. And, and, and after he got sick, he became really happy and really enjoyed his life and he really began to live. So that's actually what I was seeing. And so you don't want to spend a lot of time critiquing or, you know, judging your, your visions or your experiences because the universe communicates to us in many, 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 many different ways. And we need to accept the communication and be open to it being creative so that we can truly understand the messages okay
6: okay great
0: <laughs> okay Thanks. I know that was an intense story but you tend to be intense and so yeah. that's why my guides wanted me to give you a tough one <laughs> right.
5: okay no that no that was terrific I'll Good. Just keep listening thank you you're
0: welcome have a great evening you too all right bye-bye So we're going to go ahead and jump right onto the phone lines again, Tom. Who do we have?
1: Uh, We've got Liz calling from Seattle.
0: Hi, Liz. Hi. How are you?
6: I'm great. Uh, My question is about touch therapy. What is it and how does it differ from Reiki?
0: Okay. So are you talking about therapeutic touch? Yes, therapeutic touch. Therapeutic touch was actually created by nurses. And um, the University of Washington has a huge program that's devoted towards the study of therapeutic touch. I have never studied it formally. Um, I think energy work is energy work. Reiki is a Japanese, and I'll explain that comment. Reiki is a Japanese form of energy medicine. um, Dr. Yusui um, was the most recent person that we know of that brought Reiki to the planet. I think it's been here before. And it's actual symbols that um, came down into his body. And when you receive... Um, teachings in Reiki, you get attunements and you learn how to do symbols on the body that bring energy in or help release energy. Therapeutic touch has actual hand placements as well. Beautiful ones. One of my favorite, I don't know what it's called, but it's actually at the top of the head where you put your hand like a bowl. um, But the um, forearm area of the of the hand is up against the crown of the head it 's just a stunning move. I actually use it when i 'm working on oh. people so energy medicine is about how to move energy in the body and there are hundreds of different of modalities and therapeutic touch is one of them. It just happens to be one that was created by nurses and is looked at in you know in um in terms of scholar is a is a definite it's definite way of working on the body or off the body. Some of their hand placements are on the body as well in therapeutic touch.
6: Oh, okay. Yeah. Does that, that answer your that question?
0: It you did. Okay. Well thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye. Bye bye. So tonight we're talking about energy medicine, as always, here on the Marine Manu Cherry Show. You can listen to us recordings of the show on Wednesdays in the afternoon between 1 and 2, and on Thursdays between noon and 1. And all of the shows are archived on my website at www.energyintuitive.com. You can also sign up for my free newsletter, which comes out quarterly. You can read the recent one that came out this month in September on my website, it's available for anyone. Or you can have it delivered to your own email address um, by signing up. It's free. Um, and so we I am just so grateful to do this show. Tom and I actually have a lot of fun. Tom, Always. you've learned a lot.
1: I have. <laughs> I have. I have. See, that's why I'm the pet project. <laughs> yeah. I'm, the, I'm the show project, and I seem to be coming along nicely you so far. You are. I know you're just raking it in, and just give me a love life now, and then (laughs) then then everything will be complete. Then I'll have everything.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, did you listen to the show tonight then about relating? I'm right here. (laughs) Oh, I know you were listening. (laughs) But did you formulate it in terms of you know what is it that you're going to do for your love life about this relating thing? (sighs) And can I be a little bit personal with you?
1: Go for it.
0: Yeah, because um, Tom and I have actually talked about some of his former <laughs> relationships off the air. Yeah, and generally,
1: that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's an off
0: and air conversation. <laughs> and you tend to be attracted to women who are a little bit dramatic.
1: Yeah, but easy is no fun. <laughs> easy is not fun. Easy is not fun at all. Uh, okay. It's spice,
0: it's spice. Spiciness. But you don't have to have drama to have spice. You don't have to have craziness, which was my word that I would have originally used to describe some of your old girlfriends. <laughs> Nice crazy. Nice crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and so listening audience, I just want to point out that that's Tom's belief, that nice is boring and you want some spice. I well, want a little bit of spice. Right. But guess what? You, you
1: can be nice and crazy.
0: You, you can be nice and crazy <laughs> and you can be nice and spicy. Because really what you want, because you have that Virgo mind, yeah. is you want something interesting and, and challenging. You want something that helps you to learn. Totally. But it doesn't have to be challenging in terms of, Wow, when are we gonna stop arguing? <laughs> when is there
1: when are we gonna be done arguing? No, I've right. already been through that in relationships. No more of that. Okay, good. I know, I know those warning signs. Oh for me. great.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. So maybe your new belief is that nice spice is what I'm looking nice for. Nice spice. Now I'm
1: all hungry. <laughs> I feel like I want to get some Thai food. Well,
0: I was supposed to bring you that uh chai tea latte a spicy chai but the traffic was a little bit heavy today coming into the show so i didn't get to do that for you but we
1: still got our spice in
0: we did yeah so that'll be your new affirmation right i'm down with that okay good and so listening audience will be watching tom watching
1: me watching me grow as the pet project i'm like the chia pet for the show (laughs) well you're doing a wonderful job you absolutely are something well thank you
0: you're welcome so i will be in eugene next week um my schedule my private schedule is already full um, um, and uh, But I'll be teaching, uh, I think it is four times while I'm there, I'll be teaching three evening classes and then an all-day Saturday Saturday class in Eugene then I'll be home back in Seattle for three days and then I'm off to Wyoming to present a workshop and see people in Wyoming so I'll be one day I will be actually seeing clients so you, if you happen to live close to um, the Jackson Hole area because that's where I believe or close by is the Teton Wellness Festival and you would like to have a private session with me then call the office or email us and we still have some um, spots available uh, as you know here in Seattle my practice is booked out till um, about May of next year um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the show. It's been a pleasure. We had a great time talking to everyone, you know, throughout the country, and of course here locally in the Northwest. Joyful blessings. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. Good night.
2: Seating program
0: are those of the hosts guests and callers and are not necessarily those of this station its management or other advertisers this is alternative talk 1150 am kknw seattle and kwjz 98.9 fm digital hd3
6: seattle